When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, people? It's the Brother M.A. Roasted Podcast, and I'm here with Vince Pichel, one of my favorite people. Uh, we got a we got a great great show today. Uh, wait, we're waiting for Ween Dog, uh, who I guess before the show you said you got to talk shit to him, uh, as well as uh, Gilbert Burns says he's coming on at twelve thirty. He said he he said he's definitely coming on. We're basically doing the show because of Gilbert Burns and you, um, because my wife's mom's in town to watch the baby. Although that's not really been working that well. Uh, so. <laughs> So I'm still watching the baby, uh, but she's actually helping a lot. So I'm like, you know what? Let's take advantage of this because I don't usually have that kind of help, you know? Yeah, um, especially younger kids, man, when they're crazy. Yeah, right, exactly. So I'm like, let's do as many podcasts as possible this week. People are saying that I'm, I'm the MVP so far of, uh, you know, of this. Look, we don't have the most fans, but we have the best fans. We have the most oh, loyal sure. fans. And that's, you know what? That's all you need because I've been in the, uh, my career – I've been in, uh, in high school and college where I've been really popular at times, and then they've all just went away. And I'd rather have some loyal people that are with you through up and down and up and down. People that, that other people just want to just like find the, the next big thing and then they're just gone. Like, yeah, fuck I, I 100% agree with you, man. I'd much rather have quantity over quality. Or- quality over quantity just in just in general and you know i mean look we get we get we do better than like i would say most majority we're in the, the upper echelon of of people because you know people sometimes go oh, your youtube numbers yeah but you don't understand like we just started being on youtube i still have the soundcloud numbers and the itunes numbers and the this number uh, like there's a lot of numbers that people aren't seeing or we get a lot of people but it doesn't matter anymore because i'd rather just, i'd rather have like loyal people that actually want to hear it than people that are just like Oh, look, shiny object. And they fucking go away. Uh, and that's in general, people. That's just in everything. Look, I mean, look, you can get a lot of chicks, but there's a lot of guys out there lonely as hell who banged a lot, had a lot of one-night stands. But, you know, you're better off getting one quality chick or two quality girls, like, throughout your life or three or five, in my opinion, than a bunch of people that only care because you have money or you're this or that or you're hot. And, you know, look, the Spice Girls sold a lot more albums than, uh, I don't know, Stevie Ray Vai. But... I think Steve Ray Vai is a lot better of a musician. Uh, anyway, so that being said, um, and maybe that's not the best example, but uh, here we are. Uh, Vince Pichel. So why are you mad at Window? What happened? Oh, my God, this little fucker, dude. I, didn't, I wanted to talk shit to him because so, I don't want to get too involved in it, but I'm on Twitch, and I'm streaming, and I'm playing GTA, right? I'm doing my thing. Can we get your volume up, by the way? Oh, my. Oh, oh yeah. Hold on. Sorry about that. How am I now? Is that better? Uh, yeah, much better. Yeah. So, uh... Okay, so I'm um, um, I'm streaming. I'm playing GTA. I'm doing my thing. You know, my normal thing that I typically do. And uh, Wing Dong comes in there, and he and he he basically goes in there, self promotes himself, and then skips out. Oh, right. 
Yeah. So I'm responding. I'm like, fucking weed dog. I'm like, dude, you know, that's the kind of shit that gets your fucking ass beat, right? Like, so I'm, I'm like talking to him for like a good five, 10 minutes. And then I, I check and I realize he's not even in my fucking chat anymore. Uh, so I'm like, this fucking douche. So I go and I go to him and he's streaming. He's streaming coincidentally. And he's playing like, uh, I don't know what game he's playing, but I can't remember the name of it. Uh, he's playing League of Legends, which is like a total fucking nerd game, right? Like, it's an okay game. It's a pretty cool game. A lot of people like it, but I just, not my kind of shit, right? Right. So I go in there and I wanted to, I wanted to start talking shit, but I was like, you know what? No, I'm not gonna fucking I'm not gonna do what he did, you know what I mean? And then fucking play tip or tap with this motherfucker. Yeah. So I just I just said whatever. I showed my stream. I'm like, look, this is the fucking asshole that does shit like that. You know what I mean? And and not to wow. like talk shit, but he had one he had one person watching, which was probably him. So yeah. I was like I was like, this is the kind of fucking people that do this kind of shit, right? So it pissed me off because I'm like, I expect that from like all the other fake friend streamers, right? That come in yeah. and like, oh hey, what's up, right? Because because I'm a fighter, so a lot of people come on my stream and they. And they and we're friends, you know what I mean? They, they fucking right. act like this or that. But I don't expect that from him. So when he did it, it pissed me off. And I fucking banned him from my chat. So Wow. Watch, yeah, he can watch my stream, but but he's, he's fucking banned. So he can't chat. Wow. Look at that. Shots but, fired. Uh, yeah, but uh, I wanted to, like, tell him, like, what the fuck, man? Like, who does, like, like, like that? Did Violet? Did you believe Ween Dog did that? Yeah, isn't that messed up, Violet? I'm sorry wow. for cursing. You don't deserve that. But he made me mad. Oh. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> oh, you can take her. Yeah, I'm sure she would like that. Uh, now, you think he? Do you think he knows the etiquette, or he just he? Yes, he knows the fucking etiquette. Oops, sorry, I did it again. Yes, he knows the etiquette. He's been streaming longer than me, right? And and uh, when I first started streaming and playing, I was actually playing some games with him, but then uh, like he kind of fell off, and he's I don't I'm not sure what happened in his life, but he stopped streaming for a bit or doing his own thing. I'm not sure. Vince, you're one of the best fighters in the world right now. Do you think this is? What oh, thanks. You think you should be focused on Wean Dog on your Twitch? As no, no. <laughs> but that's that's why I'd like I didn't want to get too involved in it. I just wanted to tell him like, listen, man, you know better to do that next time I see him. I'm gonna smack you. Don't be a fucking prick. You know what I mean? I was, he, I was gonna he, leave he it at that. He offered to help train you for your next fight. That oh did that God. happen? And then you said you can come and get the shit beaten out of you. But uh, I mean, if, if that's what he wants, I mean, he it's it's on him. Did right? that really happen? Did he really offer to train you? Yeah, on the on the last podcast he did. Remember, he said he'd offer to be my training partner and train me. I'm like, oh my god. I actually, I've actually had coaches and, and people who, who I've have held, held mitts for me one time. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to say his name, but when I fought in Jaquani, that happened to me. There was this guy who came, he came out there to Vegas, not with me and my coaches, but he came out there to support you and to watch the fight right. and whatnot. But after the fight happened, uh, he was basically telling people, oh, I trained him for this fight. I held mitts for oh, him. Yeah. And this guy, held, he held mitts for me one fucking time, right? And it was literally for 10 minutes. And it was, it was, I mean, it was a good mid session, right? I'm not going to, I'm not going to deny that it was a good mid session. Like he's a good mid, mid holder, but he, but he can't claim to be your coach. Yeah. He's trying to, he's trying to take, he's trying to take presidents over PD. Who's my kid. Oh, uh, uh, wait a minute. My, uh, somebody, you know what? It's, but we know it wasn't going to be on the podcast today. Like, and Very all simple. of a sudden I said, Hey, Vince is, uh, oh, there he, is. he said, Vince yeah, is talking shit about you. And now he's, now he's showing up. So I, I think I have a problem with that too. He wasn't even on the podcast till I said, until he knew he was getting, you know, this is there's a lot, a lot of Wean Dog uh, action going on here. I know his fucking ears must been burning. I have to say that Wean Dog has been stepping up, uh, doing a great job designing the covers to the podcast. He does a great oh, job nice. with the podcast, and I happen to love the guy. So that being said, this is actually pretty funny though. Uh, I love so Wean Dog, uh, dude, what? I'm, not hearing, I'm not hearing good things about you, bro. What do you mean? Who's talking shit, Vince? I am. Let me just say it, Adam. All right, wing dog, bro. When you came in my chat yesterday and you did what you fucking did, why'd you do that, bro? I expect that from these fake friend streamers, but I don't expect that kind of shit from you, bro. And honestly, if I ever, if you ever do that again, and I see you, I'm probably gonna smack the shit out of you, bro. Like we both know that you that I would win in a fight if we got into a fight in the street. We both know 
that I would be the dominant one. I'm a much larger human being. I got at least three inches on you. I have a longer reach. I'm a listen, blue belt, listen, but- listen. I know you think this is funny, but I'm being actually kind of serious right now. If I'm, I'm probably gonna smack the shit out of you if you ever fucking do that again, bro. Like I love you and I think you're a cool fucking dude. I like you, but if you do stupid shit like that, I'm gonna fucking treat you like a stupid asshole, bro. And, that, and that's, you know, that's you the bottom line. Did? You know what, what you did? did I do? What did I do? You know exactly what you fucking did. What'd you do in my chat the other day? What happened in my chat yesterday? I don't know. You tell me. I wasn't there. You came in my fucking chat, self-promoted, and then fucking ditched out, you piece of shit. Don't fucking play dumb games with me, bro. Now you're making me mad. Don't I don't even know what you're talking games. about, dude. Do you, want me to, do you want me to clip it and show it right fucking now, you faggot? Yeah, let me see it. Let me see it. Oh, my God, dude. I have no idea what this guy is talking about. You Listen. must have bumped your fucking head really hard, bro. You must. Have I might have bumped my head a couple times, all right? I might have bumped my head a couple times. <laughs> my chat's talking shit about you right now because they were there, too. Uh, oh wow! How many people are, are in this chat talking shit about Wing Dog? I got so, five so, people in right now. Okay, so so Wing Dog, he he says oh. that you came, promoted your show, and then left, and that's like in in Twitch world, that's not cool. Listen, I stream on Twitch maybe like two times a year for yeah. about like fifteen minutes at a time. Right. I don't know what Vince is talking about. I would never violate the rules like that. I would never dis disrespect another twitch streamer you know that's just not in my i'm not some antifa piece of shit that would do that i'm a i'm a red-blooded republican american of the united states of america i support our president donald j now, trump no no wean dog you're a great guy do you think maybe you thought you and vince are good enough friends where you could do that and that he wouldn't get mad honestly yeah but i'm not i mean i'm not admitting to doing it but i do i i do look at vince as like a you know a, a brother figure you know i respect him a lot i do look at him as a brother Sometimes a father. I mean, he's almost so maybe, forty. So Vince, in his look, Big Dog's twenty-three years old. He probably figures that you're you're a good friend of his. He loves you, and that you know sometimes friends like they borrow stuff and don't return it, or you know they they they, they take advantage of their friends because they're friends. So I could see where he's coming from, where he figured, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it is annoying. But yeah, and, and that's why and that's why I'm like, it's not a big deal. I just wanted to tell him like that's not cool what you did, right? But then now he's downplaying and he's trying to deny it, which my chat right now is fucking being like, I seen it, right? Like there's people in my chat right now saying I fucking seen it that were there. So like don't fucking play these games unless you have someone else that's running your fucking stream while you're streaming doing that kind of bullshit. That's not cool either. Because they should know better. You should tell them to know better. I'll I'll, I'll send a message out to my staff, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right now and you're fucking pissing me off, bro. Like So we dug, listen, listen. Vince is a guy. You know, he, he's, he's a stand-up guy, okay? Yeah, I right, agree, yeah. So let's, Vince is a guy, he's a no-bullshit guy. He's a guy that will tell you to your face whether you like, he likes you or don't. Let's just admit, okay, look, I make mistakes, Vince makes mistakes, everyone makes mistakes. Let's just admit that you did it, right? Well, I, well I'll admit when there's proof. I'm innocent until proven guilty, <laughs> all right? I'm innocent until proven guilty. Maybe I did this, maybe I didn't, you know. We, we know I'm, you're, a, I'm you're, a lawful you're citizen, I obey the law. And if I, if I broke the law and it's proven that I broke it, I will admit to it 100%. We thought you're making this worse. What do you mean? Vince, we can't hear you. Okay. Oh, yeah, so much OJ Simpson oh, killed Nicole Aniston? Yeah. Nicole, or, uh, Aniston? Nicole, Aniston's a Nicole Simpson. Nicole, no, I hope he didn't kill Nicole Aniston. Uh, did he kill, yes, of course he did. Everyone knows that. But he was proven innocent. You know, we can have a bunch of people out there saying that I did this, that I'm the one, the glove doesn't fit, whatever you want to say. But I'm, I'm going to be proven innocent. I swear to God, just, I'm waiting for the proof to come out. Let's hear okay. it. But Vince, do you have the proof? 
I'm looking right now, but for some reason my chat is not popping up when I go back in my stream. Like none of my chat is popping up, which is kind of odd. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, bro, there's fucking people in my chat that saw you do it. You basically promoted yourself, said fucking follow the wing dog, fuck this guy, and you dipped out, all right? And if you're going to try to fucking knife, then fuck you. Next time I see him, I'm smacking the shit out of you. I'm not, not fucking playing Vince, anymore, not, Vince, come on. I'm not man. fucking playing anymore. I'm Vince, not playing. Vince, Vince, I'm serious right now. Vince, this is Twitch, bro. This I don't give a fuck. I'm, it's, it's not about Twitch. It's about him being disrespectful, bro, and then now trying to fucking play games with it. I'm being fucking serious. I'm going to smack the shit out of you next to my Vince, fucking team, bro. Vince, you're a pro fighter. I don't care. I'm still going to smack him. Okay, I found chat now. Okay, my chat's popping up. I'm going to find it right now. You're oh, fucked, listen, bro. This is not what that – listen, I love both Okay, I'm, I'm being cool. I'm being cool right now. I'm going to be cool. I'm sorry, but listen, I'm going to pull I don't want right to see you – I don't want to see me dog get hurt. The Let's just continue. Works. Let's just continue, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw All this right. in his face okay. as soon as I find it. Okay, the kid, work, the kid, the kid works too hard to get hurt. Uh, all right, so let's talk about some stuff on the podcast. All right, uh, let's, this is not the MA Roaster. All right, so Adam Vincent Ween, let's talk about today. So Cody Nolup wants to go to 125 to fight Division Figueroa. Uh, I think that's a bad idea for Cody Nolup um, because the one knock on Cody Nolup is his chin, and he looks shredded at 135. At 125, he's going to lose a lot of water, he's going to lose muscle, and I don't know. If that, I mean, when has that ever worked where a guy jumps weight classes below where he should be and becomes champion? It usually does not. I mean, it, it seems to be working the other way. We're like, Cejudo went up. Other guys have went up and won a weight class. Uh, I mean, Darren Till's doing better. Well, he's doing okay at 185. But uh, Herbert Burns, Gilbert Burns doing better at 185. I don't think going to 125 is a good idea for Cody Nolov at all. Do you think uh, he's just too confident coming off of that win? Because why would you want to go down a weight class when you're already that close to the title shot again, right? I, I, I just think, it, yeah, I mean, not only that, but I just honestly think that uh, it's just too, he's going to be sucked out. He, he's yeah, gonna be, it doesn't he, make sense for me. That's kind of bad. And, and who knows if his body can even take that kind of shit, right? Like, can his body even drop that kind of weight? I mean, like, you fighting at 145. That would be like Vince going to – how would you do a 45, Vince? I mean, I could honestly probably realistically do it if I dieted for a shit ton of fucking time before the fight, but it, it, I wouldn't want to do it. Now, now, do you think if you, think if you cut too much weight, um, it affects your uh, chin? Mm. Yeah, but I'll say this. I don't think it affects your chin per se, but it does um, – it, it affects the fluids that you generate in your body, right? You can only drain so much of your body uh, without your body shutting down. And when you drain so much, especially, I'm not sure how he does it, but if he does like a sauna or whatever, or cuts weight, what you do is you start to drain brain fluid, right? Once your body starts draining uh, the fluids from its, from its organs, its natural organs and whatnot, it'll start to take fluid from everywhere else it can, so which will be your brain fluid. And when you see guys get knocked out that cut a lot of weight, it's because they drain brain fluid out of it by dehydrating themselves. And your brain fluid takes significantly longer to recuperate than water does, so... But isn't that, I mean, isn't, that the kind of the same, isn't that the same thing? I'm, talking, I'm not talking about the actual channel. I'm talking about your, your ability to take, take shots. I'm saying you're yeah, – yeah, 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 basically. So, but I was just explaining, like, the process and why that is. No, right, of course. But I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And, and I don't – honestly, I don't, I don't think that's too much weight for Cody, man. Yeah, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what he's thinking. And Dana wants to make it happen. I mean, right. uh, they're, they're looking to make it happen. Look, I mean, Cody No Love, in the UFC perspective, is a lot more attractive champion than Division Figuera. I mean, I don't even know – that guy speaks English. No offense, people don't speak English, but he's not. He doesn't seem like he's that marketable. Whereas yeah, I don't Corey, feel like people would even like to say his name honestly because it's so hard for me to say. <laughs> yeah, I don't even right. Whereas Corey Nolove is a marketable guy. I mean, he's yeah. a good-looking guy. He's got a good story. He's been on he's TV a cool before. Guy. Yeah. People like him. He's got a good, you know. 
So the UFC is probably like, yeah, let's let's make that fight happen. Sure. I mean, no love at thirty at twenty five as a champion is a, a, that the, the, now you have a star. Um, uh, Vince, your, your your sound keeps going on. I know, I know. I wasn't. I was. I didn't want to talk over you while you were talking. So uh, also, Ricardo Lamas said that he's he, he's fighting Ryan Hall. It got uh, it got pushed to late August. Lamas said that people are underestimating his ground game. Now I don't know if he's just saying this to throw off Ryan Hall. But I don't think anybody could fuck with Ryan Hall's ground game. Nah, no, nah, no, I don't think so either, dude. I don't think so either. I wish he fought more. I feel like he fights once every seven years. He's like a mythical creature that just comes out of the woods when like the planets line up and just whoops somebody's ass and then just retreats back in there, you know? And yeah. I, I like him because I feel like I'm watching UFC 1 when, when I see him. Of just yeah. somebody that just is committed to one style of fighting and, uh, and nobody can seem to figure this guy out. Right. It looks like Forrest Griffin with AIDS, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, that's why I like him, because he doesn't look... If you saw him on the street, you wouldn't think that dude's a UFC fighter or that dude's a bodybuilder or that dude's an athlete. You just think that dude's just like some homeless guy collecting cans or something, you know? Yeah. See, see, uh, see Vince, come on, man. You can't get mad at this kid. Look, look. I'm not, I'm not mad. Like, I wasn't mad about it, but then, like, him denying it, it would maybe matter. Well, let's, 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 let's settle this, like, gentlemen. Because I no, love no, Vince. I genuinely love you. Vince Pichel. I love him. I look at him as, like, a brother figure. We have a lot of like, the same politics and everything, but. I'm not super upset. I'm just, I'm just trying to find it right now so I can show you what Wing you Doug, did. you did it. Wing Doug, you did it. But you didn't mean that you didn't do it maliciously. You didn't do it because you're trying to be a dick. I don't you, think you did you either. Know, that's why I'm like, hey, man, that's not – I just want to say – Let's settle this like to... gentlemen. Let's have a gentleman's duel, okay, just like they did in the 1980s, he's gentleman's not duel. Fucking... Joe, he's not fucking with you. He's not that kind of guy right now. Like, I understand that, like, other people would laugh at this, and I laugh at this shit, but Vince is under a lot of stress. He's yeah. He's obviously in a fucking dark place right now. I'm not okay? under stress. I'm just a pissed-off person. And he's, I mean, he, you, more, read, you, read his, you read his Facebook thing, he's not – having the greatest time in life right now he he wants <laughs> he wants to fight adam now you're trying to piss me off i'm having no, a great time no, I, love you, <laughs> I love you but i just know that like this is not the guy you want to fuck around with right now there, yeah, are, guys, there are guys we can fuck around with vince is one of those dudes like you know how sometimes people you just like there are some pit bulls that you, you pet and then you move on you know like you don't go rub their belly and, and fucking and and put blankets over their heads and stuff that's vince right now Let's because not Vince is a man. He's actually he's a real man. If he has a problem with somebody, if it's a problem with somebody, Vince is going to solve it. He's not. He's going to confront you. He's not going to hide in his closet like I would. I'm not a real man. Vince is a real man. <laughs> he got a problem. He's going to solve it. He's going to, if you know, Wait, if you're you, talking you, shit behind him, if you're, or if you're trying to promote your own Twitch stream, he's going to come up to you and say, you know, what the fuck are you doing? Let's settle this like men. And you know, just yeah, but you're, yeah, you're the you're person doing. he's doing this to, dude. I know. Well, I'm not a man. <laughs> I, I look like I'm still 14 years old. I can't grow facial hair. My right. dick is three inches when it's erect. You know, I got a very, maybe I'm, I don't know. You know what? This, all right. Okay. All right. So, I'm still waiting for the proof. All right. Okay. Now, uh, Amanda Nunez and Nina and Sarah, there's a video of her training. Uh, Nina's pregnant. Uh, very yeah, yeah. pregnant. What? She's Nina. pregnant? Yeah. Like very pregnant. And she's uh, trying to fight? No, but she's training. She's still training. Oh my Lord. But I have questions about this. Uh, like, how does this work? As far as like, they're lesbians. One of them's pregnant. Did a, did like a guy impregnate her, or did they put something in there? Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, like I like I legitimately don't yeah. know 
at like how this happened. Like I know that there's like different ways to get a, a girl pregnant, obviously, and a girl, like and what you could just put like a tube up there and put this, you know, the egg and but but it, do, they, do we know I what think that's how they do it? Okay, so was it a guy just being like they use like a like a stunt cock and put a wig on him and then like like how? No, but if that's an actual job, I would like to apply <laughs> right <laughs> now. To are you, are you saying she's not? Are you saying she's not fuckable? No, she's no. I'm saying that like no, the wig on the guys that she thinks is a girl. Uh, yeah, yeah, like so that she gets off on it. Yeah, you know? I think they fertilize the egg, the woman's egg, outside of the body, and then they put it back in the body as a fertilized egg. And then, oh, okay, all right. So, but I'm completely just making this up right now on the spot. I have no idea how it's actually done. Uh, Vince, do we know how we how how this happened? I have no idea how it's done. I know there's I know there's a such thing as artificial artificial inseminations. And yeah. it goes both ways, but I have no idea how or, or how or what if all of that happened to get her pregnant. Okay, well, uh, somebody would like to educate us, uh, and we need we, maybe you know. I was thinking maybe some people, even like uh, lesbians and gays, they'll have like they'll have like a what is it a surrogate? They can have surrogates that do stuff. Of for course, like I know, I know, I know that. But maybe they had a sperm donor. Yeah, right. I'm, but I'm wondering like exactly like if it was that's funny. All right, so Paige Van Zant now is the word is she's doing bare knuckle boxing. She's met with the bare knuckle boxing people uh, and they wanna, which for them it's great. They're, that'd be a great poster girl. But I, I just think that like, come on. I mean. Yeah, that's uh, that's a real bad move. I mean, why do we wanna do this? Uh, for pay, She's got a beautiful face. She's got a, she makes money on her on her face. It just seemed like, what, like how much money could they be giving her? And plus she's good at MMA. I mean, she's, She's a good, she's, she's an elite fighter. She's not the one of the top five, but she's one of the top 10. Um, yeah. Honestly, false her, I would just stay at Instagram home and make money that way like she's been doing because she makes good money that way. Yeah, or Bellator, so they're very interested in signing her. Like, do you think, I mean, why would we go to Bare Knuckle? What does she have to prove? We, 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 we already know she's tough. Honestly, if she goes to bare knuckle bucking, she's gonna get fucked up. She is gonna get so? fucked up and she is not gonna be pretty anymore. I'm a, I, I can almost guarantee you that. Really? Yes. I mean, cause, but people like Rowdy Beck went there, and she's she's still pretty. She she still has. Rowdy Beck is a fucking savage. <laughs> Paige Van Zant is not. She will get eaten by lions. She Rowdy be... Beck knocked out Paige Van Zant. Imagine if they fight in bare knuckle fighting. Yeah. Paige will get fucking ruined, and that pretty little face of hers will not hold up. <laughs> also in bare knuckle boxing, Phil Baroni is fighting is fighting Tiago Alves. Uh. Wait, who is Phil Baroni fighting Tiago? Yeah, that's kind of an interesting fight. I really like Tiago. I I, I kind of miss him fighting because I used to love him when he was like a crazy bastard. But that was before Usada, so that's. I know. Of, well, this is those days be, are gone. <laughs> well, Usada's gone now. I don't think they test for bare knuckle boxing. Usada, I, no, I actually don't. know they don't. So, no. what do we think happens here? I think I think Alves will will kind of beat on I me. Mean, Phil Broni's gonna have his what his his three to four minutes of of gust. You know what I mean? Where, where he's yeah. probably gonna fuck Alves up. But I think Alves can weather that kind of storm. And then it's wow, what's Phil Broni gonna do? I hope Phil Broni wins, but I don't. Man, I don't know, man. I I I do worry about the guy because uh, I like Phil Broni a lot. Uh, I do too. I really I really enjoy him and. and love his interviews you know he's hilarious i just think like come on i hope the last bare knuckle boxing he came in drunk uh against chris lieben it didn't go very well uh just, he tried for a couple takedowns um you know but who knows i mean phil baroni if, if he if he connects could knock out anybody 
Yeah, that's true. He hits he's, never, really, he's never lost the first round. And he says he's 700-0 in street fights. So uh, yeah, He's got more street fights than me. Yeah. So, and also <laughs> on that card, Hector Lombard is fighting Kendall Grove in bare-knuckle boxing. Oh, my uh, God. Really? Uh, yeah, on that same card. Wow. What a, wow. Uh, how, are these guys getting paid in bare-knuckle boxing? What is going on here? <laughs> Why are, are. Why are you? Th- and then also, uh, <laughs> uh, Wean Dog is fighting uh, Vince Pichel in bare knuckle boxing. Don't bet on me. If you guys are gamblers, do not put any bets on me at all. I don't. I don't think anybody would. Uh, I'll definitely put all my money on me. I'll be a plus four billion underdog. <laughs> four billion. Uh, Maybe yeah. I'll take a dive and we can both make some money. All right, I'm, all right, let's do it, dude. I'm down. Have you ever considered that or no? No, I would never do that. I would never do that. That's not worth it. That's not worth the, the loss and pride and the kind of shit you'd have to deal with for the rest of your life. So uh, Costa versus Adesanya, I can't wait for that fight. That, you know. Ooh, Israel, I want to see that too. If Israel messes up Costa, then he might be the GOAT. I mean, you look at because he's just running through him. Well, his last fight wasn't that great, and Gastelum almost beat him. So, but he's, I mean, they're not giving him any easy fights. Yeah. Nah. Well, and honestly, you probably shouldn't have any easy fights. All he does is talk shit, right? And he, and he uh, does what he does. He beat Anderson Silva. So how do you, how do you like take a step backwards from that, right? Well, yeah, he backs it up. But he beat an old, but the thing is he's not dominating though. Like he's winning fights, but yeah, the last fight he actually, I mean, the, the, the Whitaker fight was awful. That was the one, probably the worst fight I've seen in a long time. You know, yeah. they should waterboard people with that fight. But he, <laughs> but he is the, mean, he's a point you mean fighter. Romero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the Romero. The Whitaker fight was great. Yeah. The Whitaker fight was great. The he knocked out Whitaker. Was great, yeah. The Gaston fight was great. The Romero fight was terrible. But now Romero is fighting Uriah Hall, which uh, should be a good fight. I, I want to vote. I'm going to go for Uriah in that, but I don't think he'll be able to get past Romero. I think Romero might, might take that one easily. You think so? Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I, I well, Uriah Hall is one of those guys that like loses the first two rounds every fight, then all of a sudden wakes up and he's like, yeah, "Oh shit, I gotta win!" Throws a throws a flying knee from like you know left field and somehow takes it. Uh, but I don't know. You can't. You, you could do that against certain guys. You can't really do that against against, against this style bender, dude. Uh, by the way, and I, I met Style Bender in Vegas, and he couldn't have been nicer. He was just a nice guy uh very humble down to earth was not but by the way it was funny i was actually i was hanging out with uriah hall at the mma awards and everyone and and stylebender won and everyone kept congratulating uriah hall because they thought that he was stylebender oh and it wasn't just like one person it was like person after person and he's like what what did i win and i'm like i had to be the guy to break it to him and it was just like, oh, it, he really wasn't laughing about it too much either. He was kind of like, oh, come on. Yeah, you it's kind of kicking the dick too. Even if, even, <laughs> I don't know, even if uh, that's fucked up. You know what's uh, funny though is uh, a long time when the UFC used to have the uh, the expos, I was doing an expo one time and it was when Cub Swanson oh, yeah. and everyone thought I was Cub Swanson. So a bunch of people were coming up to me, and it was literally like two minutes after the fight, which there's no way he could have got from where he was to, to the MGM where I was right after the fight. They were like, damn, Cub, nice fight, bro. You fucking fucked up, Steve. And I was like, oh, thanks, bro. Can I get an autograph? Sure. And I just signed it my name, right? And then they look at it, and they just walk away, and I was like, say it. And I just walk away, right? Like, <laughs> shit. 
good, you good. Fan, you shit fan. <laughs> good for that. Yeah, right. But yeah, a lot of people say you look like Cub Swanson. Yeah, we do look. We do look alike. So this week, before we forget to uh, Gilbert Burns, uh, we got Derek Brunson versus Edmund Shabazan. Uh, it's, this I'm excited for that one. Saturday night. I really hope that Brunson wins this fight. I mean, he's a guy that just – he always seems to fall short. The guy always takes one step forward, two steps back. And I thought he won the Anderson Silva fight. And, but, man, he just – if he's smart, he's amazing. When he gets yes. sloppy, it's rough. Um, and that was the first fight where I was, like, a believer believer in style bender because – he, I, when he fought Marvin Vittorosi or something, or Marvin Vittori, if I'm butchering yeah. it, I was like, ooh, I thought Marvin almost won that fight. I kind of think he still won that fight. And then he came back after that and just destroyed Derek Brunson. And Derek Brunson's like an all-American wrestler, like trains with John Jones. I mean, he's a good fighter. Good, he is a really good fighter. fighter. I think and, he's one of, the, one of the underrated fighters in the UFC because of his kind of in, uh, what is it, inconsistency. Yeah. Uh, and then he was just acting like a, like, he was just going crazy in fights. He was just showing up and just throwing like, it was like world star fights. Was just, uh, and you're like, what is he doing? There's no way he practiced like that. And it was working for him against certain guys, against uh, Sam Alvey and other people like that, that crazy, that old guy from Australia. I always forget his name. Dan Kelly. Dan Kelly. But then when he got to like, you know, Robert Whitaker, he just got murked. And then same thing with uh, Israel Adesanya. Also on this card, Joanne Calderwood versus Jennifer Maya. Joanne Calderwood has the sexiest accent ever. I know. I really, I really love her accent. She's such a sweetheart, too. I always see her. And she's funny as hell. Like, uh, like, I remember John Wood, when he got COVID, I was like, hey, man, I hope you're okay. And he goes, hey, man, make, make sure, you make, a, make sure you, you make a joke about me, right? People ask me to make jokes about him all the time. So I was like, I was like John Wood got COVID. All his exes are worried he might live. <laughs> so I put that on Instagram. And then JoJo, his girlfriend, right? There are too many to tag. Like, she's always oh shitting God. on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which is pretty cool. That's a cool girlfriend right there. You know? Somebody Wait, are they, is she dating him? Are they dating? She's dating. And that's, and that's the coach. Oh, I didn't know that. I know yeah, he's the coach. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know those two were dating. That's kind of funny. No, I think it's good. I think he's actually faithful to her because he has to be around her all the time and she could probably whoop his ass too you know uh i'll never forget one of the funniest stories ever was when john wood was dating tito ortiz's girlfriend now or his wife amber amber nicole uh beautiful ring girl and they were dating and i guess they were both cheating on each other and yada it was a really really messy breakup and she went on facebook and just did a fire sale of all his stuff like hey because they lived together and she was selling his his couch and this and that. And Mike Pyle calls up John Wood. And he's like, dude, you better should go on Facebook. Your, your girlfriend's selling all your shit right now for like $5. <laughs> and then John Wood's like, what? You got to do something. And he goes, I did. I bought your couch and I got your cabinet. <laughs> so like, funny. So he said every time he comes to Mike Pyle, his best friend's house, he sees like half of his things like everywhere. Like, that's fucking that my sucks. Did he even give them back or try to sell them back? I don't, I don't know, but I, I, that, that made me laugh, like, hard. So we're, we're waiting for Gilbert Burns. I, I checked with him three times. Yesterday, I said, we're good for tomorrow, right? We're good. At 12.30, okay. Uh, then I, I hit him up today. Hey, man, see you today. And then he texted me back 10 minutes ago, what time? 
Like, like this is, I hit him up five times saying I'm 12.30. So now he's like, I'm like now ready when you are. AM or PM. So we'll see if Gilbert Burns shows up. Last week he didn't show up. Uh, oh, you had him on for last week? Yeah, and the week before. So he's Wasn't he having like technical difficulties? No, he just, he just, he just ghosted me. I keep getting ghosted by this guy, but he likes all my posts. So that's where I'm like, he's, he like retweets my jokes and everything. And I'm like, you know, this guy's the number one fighter in the world right now. He's ranked number one. He's fighting for the title next. He's a nice guy. He's a good guy. I actually want to talk to him. His brother follows me too, Herbert. And I was, and I'm like, Hey, you want to be on the show? And he said, yeah, let's do it. And then the show comes. I, I, I get Vince to do it. You didn't know if you could do it. Wean Dogs only came on because Vince was talking shit about him. Yeah. And, now, and then this guy, <laughs> and then this guy doesn't fucking show up. Welcome to my world, people. Okay. This Aww. is what I got. This is what I got to deal with. Every fucking ye- yesterday, you should have seen what happened yesterday. The fucking my co-host, unnamed, fucking cancels a minute before, and I had to just uh, do a forty-five minutes uh, with an interview that was scheduled for ten. It was a great interview. The, the dude is a, a stud, Rufian Stotts. Uh, I was happy, but I was like, damn, you know, you know I get it. Look, and people have lives, and right now it's a really – like right now during the, the pandemic, it's, it's easier to get sometimes good guests because everyone's home, but people are going through some really tough times right now, you know, especially with unemployment being canceled, people not fighting, people not working, people not knowing about their future. So, yeah. You know, There's a lot of shit going on right now in the world that is kind of fucked up. You think? Uh, people want to fight the governor. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I want to beat that dude, Josh. Fuck Newsom. And some Wait people tell me they're unsubs- other people tell me that they're unsubscribing to the show if I have Shang on. I'm like, they're like, I'm Why? Not, they're like because he's a liberal. They think he doesn't know much about. Listen, you know about MMA. I'm like, look, Shang's a friend of mine. He's a hilarious comic. I also could give you four fucking podcasts this week. One of them has Shang. Don't unsubscribe because you, like listen to the other three. It's like, and yeah, not everyone. That's, that's fucked up. And don't and look, Shang's a good dude. He's I mean he's a good guy, and you know, that's along the lines of the cancel culture bullshit. And I don't really agree with that. Even if you fucking hate someone, like that's that's kind of fucked up. But there's also I'm about I mean he's also not on a lot of the other uh, podcasts. So, all right. So, uh, I mean, whatever. It's, it's just one of those things where, like, I don't get why people have to, like, they feel the need to, like, put that in the comments. Like, I'm going to unsubscribe if you keep having this guest on. Or, like, just keep that to yourself and unsubscribe, you fuck. We're you, giving you like, free content. Yeah. It's free. It's, it's like somebody coming to your house, eating your food, and then go, I'm not eating here anymore. Like, dude, you came over. Like, I, I'm letting you eat. Like, whatever. It is what it is, man. People. People just, it's just, it's a weird time. Even Alyssa Milano today, I, I put on, she puts oh on Twitter. Don't even get me started on that dumb cunt. She puts on Twitter, I can't believe Joe Rogan has three times the audience that I have in my, in my podcast. And I'm like, dude, Rogan's been doing this for eight fucking years. He's had everyone from, bitch. everyone from Bernie Sanders to fucking Elon Musk to, uh, I mean, he just gets everybody. He gets comics. I can't believe she's even trying to compare herself to Joe Rogan. <laughs> it's like, you showed up yesterday, and you can't believe that he has, like, what? That's like me fucking going to a basketball court and being like, I can't believe LeBron James is better than me at fucking basketball. Like, like, like what? Like, wow. What's, what fucking world are we living in? 
she is fucking stupid. I fucking I I don't even I dislike and don't even respect her at all or anything. Well, she I, says. well I know some personal stuff from her family members that hate her because she was supposed to do a charity and wouldn't do it for her own family members, but did it for somebody else. Uh, and like like her immediate family. That's the thing about man. Like that's the thing that like I think p- bothers people the most about what's going on in the world is the hypocrisy of like some of these actors or comedians or athletes that tell you how you should live. Yeah. And then, and then when you like, it's, it's honestly just the hypocrisy. Like that's the thing that bothers me the most is how they fucking talk shit about stuff. And then they'll talk shit about the shit and then they'll turn around and do the fucking, and then do the opposite of what they say. Right. Or the other fucking, they'll, they'll, there's double standard themselves. There's so many double standards going on. Like yeah. Dr. Fauci, that cocksucker. Yeah, fuck that piece of shit, too. That guy came and throw a baseball. I didn't even call him a man. <laughs> Beta. He came and throw well, a fucking baseball 30 yards or however fuck that is, 60 yards. Well, 50 Cent can't throw a baseball either, though. Is he a man? Who can't? 50 Cent. 50 Cent can't throw a baseball? That's kind of sad. Yeah, yeah. He, he was actually worse than Fauci. It was pretty Oh, he's Yeah, 50 Cent, you're kind of a pussy, too, then, bro. I don't understand. Like, you know you're throwing a baseball. Like, why not practice or just don't do it? I mean, what – that's like oh, maybe they oh i guess i mean i guess it is kind of far right and people think people maybe get misled by it because pitchers fucking huck it and it just goes it just bolts right to yeah. it right and i think they just misjudge it yeah but like why not actually like practice beforehand uh and if you right? right i mean let's i mean fauci should have practiced it because he's a withered old man you're right but 50 all cent right. I, don't, I don't know what his excuse is <laughs> i can't i can't think of an excuse for him honestly all right so bobby green versus lando venata it's a great fight. Ooh, that's gonna be a good fight. Bobby Green uh, lands the most significant curses per fighter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bobby. Uh, I like Bobby Green. Uh, you know, dude, he, that guy seemed like he came from hell. As far as like, I think his brother was killed in a gang murder or something, or he got shot. And yeah, like, dude, just has. Uh, he's got, he's had a lot of. He's had a lot of diversity in his life. Yeah, a lot yeah. of fucked up shit happened to him and his family. So I hope he's Bobby a really. He is actually is a really cool dude too. I really like Bobby a lot. And then Randy Brown taking on Vicente Luque. It's the fire of the night right here, dude. Ooh. Vicente Luque is that boxer, dude, right? He's a guy that uh, lost to Wonder Boy, but he beat um, Mike Perry. He beat a bunch of guys. Oh, okay, um, I'm thinking of someone else. He uh, put Mike Perry's nose on the other side of his face. Yeah, yeah, he was the one that. Oh, it was that guy? Yeah. He's yeah. very, very technical. By the way, Mike Perry's girlfriend slash trainer is now pregnant. Yeah. Um, really? Yes. Uh, two God, days before that, life together. two days before that, his ex-girlfriend said that he should be me tooed because he was threatening to burn down the house with the dogs in it and all kinds of stuff. Uh, this dude like needs a reality show uh, <laughs> immediately. Uh, he needed because I mean, you talk about a train wreck that people would want to see. And, and look, if Mike Perry stays in the gym and works out and works hard, he's got a future. But fuck, man, downtime is not that guy's friend. Well, Mike Perry needs—he actually needs a fucking coach because I don't think he really has coaching. He just kind of goes in and fights and does his own thing. Yeah. Um, which which actually works very well for him, right? Because Mike Perry, Mike Perry is a fighter. That dude, that dude is a fighter. He was he was born to fight, and so it works very well for him. But I think if he had if he had a good coach or someone that he could just kind of kind of take his dick out of his hand and not be so cocky with it. You know, he he probably has some good coaching and, and do much, much better than he is. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he beat freaking Mickey Gall. Poor Mickey Gall. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Mickey Gall, like, 
I was not expecting Perry to be able to to be able to, to uh, out grapple Mickey Gall like that. I was not expecting that. I don't, man. Maybe it's one of those things where like the contender is a good series, but like it seems like it's doing more bad. Like guys aren't ready. It seems like with the contender, it seems like they get called up really quick. And uh, Sophie, I don't want kids. What? My chat's telling me I need to fucking have kids now. I mean, it would be a for, great dad. I, I mean, would be a worked. great dad, but I don't, I don't know if I want to raise a kid in this fucked up world the way it is, right? You've got to move out of California. I think that's what you got to do. I am going to move out of California, actually. Uh, I was kind of waiting until after fighting because of my coaches. Mm-hmm. But the more, the more that this shit kind of hits the fan the way it is, I'm, I'm thinking I might have to – I honestly might have to just fucking skip out ahead. And, uh, where would you go? Like, what state would you go right to? Me, by the way. I don't know, honestly. I don't know where I'd go. Uh, I know what states potentially I'd want to live in, but I don't know those states that I want to live in aren't aren't good for training and for fighting. So that's why I'm like, I have to do it when I'm done fighting, right? Because I don't really know. I don't I don't know what state would be good for me uh, in that aspect to move to while I'm still fighting. I got you. That's, yeah. what, that's what I'm worried about. That's what I'm worried about. All right, well, all right, well, let's let's, let's break it down, Vince. Um, Florida has American top team in the Black Zillions. Uh, I think you'd be good in Florida. They have no rules there. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'd probably like Florida. It's a little, it's a wild place. That's the that's the only place in the world where you honestly don't know if the news headlines are real or not. You hear about that guy that like took four million dollars from the government and bought a Lamborghini? What? How did he get four million dollars? So you know how like they give like. Thirty or fifty thousand dollars to everybody that has a, a, a small business, and they give money for the employee. So he claimed he had like fifty businesses, and he ended up getting like four million dollars. <laughs> wow! And and he went out and bought a Lamborghini for half a million, and then he he would have got away with it almost, but I guess his girlfriend and him broke up, and she reported him. Oh, that bitch! She so, probably—I mean, she, why, didn't she? Why wouldn't she just ask for a Lamborghini? I don't know. So then now he's like, fuck. Why are you gonna snitch? Why are you gonna snitch? I mean, yeah, another guy got a million dollars from the government and then went to Vegas and gambled it all. Like, so like, oh my God. yeah, the guy with the $4 million is crazy. Honestly, I don't blame those guys. I blame the dumbass government officials who fucking let that shit slide. Like, that falls on them. They're the fucking idiots. Come there. on, you don't blame the guy taking out $4 million and buying a Lamborghini? No, because if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying in this life, man. And everyone's out to fucking get ahead, right? So, like, it's the government's fault for giving them the fucking money and not fact checking this shit. Like, how can how can they not know this guy doesn't own that many fucking businesses? How I could agree. you think someone? How can you think someone owns enough businesses to give them fifty thousand dollars for each business to add up to four million dollars? You know how many businesses that is? <laughs> that's twenty. That's twenty times four. That's eighty. That's oh my god. That's eighty businesses. Who owns eighty fucking businesses? Who can do that? I don't know any. I don't know any billionaire that owns eighty businesses, man. That's crazy. <laughs> But, but you don't put the blame on that guy at all? I mean, a little bit, because he's a fucking asshole, but... Uh, okay, so you're, you know, okay, so you're... Okay, so you're... Okay, so this guy goes to trial, and you're jury number one. Like, you, let me, okay, let me, give me, let me give you an example of, of why I don't, I don't blame him as much as I blame the government. And this is why. So I, I've actually had a, a similar experience. Well, I haven't had a similar experience, but a friend has a similar experience with this. So my friend used to work at a bank. She used to work at uh, Washington Mutual before Chase bought it and yada, yada. Anyway, there's a, there's a small business out here uh, who I actually really love because they have the best breakfast burritos. But they went into the bank one day, and this guy went there to cash a, a self-written, like, self-written like $25,000 or $30,000 check. Well, the businesses have to go through a certain, certain time frame before the bank can actually let any of that money go because they have to make sure the check's legal and yada, yada, whatnot. 
So anyway, he, he tells, he tells my friend who works at the bank, Hey, listen, I really need to pay my employees. I have no money in my account. Like this, I was been waiting for this check for a long time. Yada, yada. So she okays the check. Turns out it was a fucking bank check. This guy took the fucking money. The guy didn't, the guy never got in trouble at all. His business is still fucking running. This is over like 10 years ago. His business is still running. My friend lost her job, can never work in a fucking bank again. She was like a manager of the bank. She lost her job, right? So it, it, it all fell on her, not the fucking asshole that wrote that fake check. So like, you can't really, you can't really so blame wait, a criminal. That guy didn't get in trouble at all? No, not at all. His business is still there running. Isn't that, a, isn't that, a, isn't that a crime trying to cash a fake check? It is, but she was dumb enough to allow that check to go through. So she kind of, you know what I mean? Like it, it all, it, all the responsibility fell on her because had she had followed protocol, it would have never happened in the first place. So that's wow. why I say it's well, that guy had a good. Well, that guy had a good lawyer uh, because it no, he didn't have like, a lawyer. He didn't, he didn't need a lawyer. He didn't need really? a lawyer. Yeah, he didn't need a lawyer. This story sounds a little fishy. Yeah, uh, it's, it's fucked up, but it's just it's loopholes in the laws, right? It's this like laws. Well, I mean, look, this guy I'm obviously is going to probably do some time. For, for this i mean i mean yeah and he the good thing should. is he didn't he only spent a half million he still had 3.5 million i would have spent so much more <laughs> really yeah fuck yeah bro lamborghini maybe bought a house or two gave it to some one of my friends my family i, like, I, I think the been. smartest thing would just to like convert it to cash and then go bury it in the desert like breaking bad no <laughs> i mean maybe so you might get buried with it though Wait, that's yeah. the smartest thing you don't think the smartest thing to do would be leave the country Go to like South America and or somewhere and just live off that money the rest of your life. That's, That's probably that. you know the John McAfee way. Yeah, I'd probably do that. John That's McAfee true. Way. <laughs> What's the John McAfee way? What's that? Oh, he's like he's like a billionaire dude or a multimillionaire dude who created McAfee antivirus and now he lives in like Belize or some shit, like having Filipino girls shit on his chest. <laughs> Fucking he's a great he's like Green dog's perfect life but it, it, that's a perfect life to have filipino ghosts on your chest it's true too he's a, he's also like, special he's been accused of murder but you know but he's living the best life in wherever he's living now in the jungle somewhere with a bunch of taiwanese filipino girls shitting in his mouth which is true 100 percent true how do you know that's true that they're shitting because they did a documentary about it and, and they have these girl. girls like yeah he paid them a lot of money you know these What's girls on netflix like, was they live in a fucking, country? you know, a teepee and shit. So when this, when this millionaire dude offers them like 50 bucks, you know, shit on their chest, they're going to do it. No big deal. That's like $50 is like $200,000 here. But you saw in the documentary the girl shitting on his chest? No, they don't. They talk about their experiences with him. This is anecdotal from the girls. Wow. There's no video oh. proof, but this is, they're all telling the same story. You know, he's a dirty freak. I respect him. Do they have to be Filipino? <laughs> I get. I mean, I don't know. They didn't go into too much details, but they were all like Filipino women, pretty much. You respect him. Yeah. Well, listen, people. Okay, now, uh, before we go on, I got to talk to you guys about the final 22 teams have made their way down to Orlando and are ready to get back on the court. While the ending of this year's basketball season is different than most, okay, don't worry. There's no shortage of excitement and no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings the leader in one-day fantasy sports. Yes, my, wife, my, my, my daughter is very excited about this. Now, <laughs> the return of basketball, okay, DraftKings will have not one, but two $1 million prizes through the first two days of the resume season. So get into the action. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy basketball is very easy to play, Vince. Pick eight players. I actually, I actually use DraftKings myself sometimes. I do use DraftKings. Pile up points for three-pointers, rebounds, assists, and more. All right? No better way to put your basketball knowledge to the test. Compete for a shot at $1 million. But if basketball's not for you, don't worry. 
is fantasy golf this week as well. And with millions of dollars up for grabs this week, no better place to have skin in the game than with DraftKings. Call the action. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code ROASTED to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. That's promo code ROASTED to get a free shot at millions of dollars with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Now, I don't know where Gilbert Burns. We did the whole podcast. I mean, look, obviously, Vince, you're my guy, okay? You want to do a podcast, anytime we'll do a podcast. Sorry to say that you were having a hard time. I'm just saying that, like, you know, I, I do worry a little bit about you. Because, I'm not having a hard time. Not a hard time, but I can tell you're, you're itching to fight. I am. Uh, I'm really itching to fight, and I haven't gotten a fight, and I've been kind of pushing and pushing and pushing for it. I told them, give me a short notice fight. I don't give a fuck. All I need is two weeks to, to, to make weight or one week and then fight week, right, to make weight. Um, and your, your record is nine, what, you're 10 and two? 12 and two. 12 and two. I mean, that's a fucking, that's a record and a half. 12 yeah, and two. I've been out for a year and you know what I mean? Like, that's just what I normally do. I disappear for a little bit and then I come back. But you've won four to let your last five. I mean, okay, Gilbert Burns is actually showing up. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, shit. This is crazy. This is this actually is happening. Uh, the world, let's see. There he is. Wow. Gilbert Burns. He's sideways, but that's okay. It's all good. He's actually here. <laughs> Gilbert, uh, I did not What's think up, you were coming. I, I, we've asked you four weeks in a row to come. Uh, you're finally here. How are you, man? I'm good. I just got Vicente Luca. He was just here. He said, bro, I got I to gotta interview these guys now. Let me go. And then he just left. So, yeah, we're good. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you very much. Now, you're a guy, man. You are, you are an awesome fighter. You got a, a, you're 18 and 3. Uh, you twisted more joints than the Diaz brothers. Okay. You uh, <laughs> put together. You got, you got more subs than Kelvin Gasolum's fridge. All right. Oh, my you're, God. Uh, <laughs> but now, 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 you recently got COVID. Uh, yes. Now, what was, it, what was that like for you? Yeah, that was bad for a couple of days. And I, uh, I got fever and chills for like two days. Very bad, very very bad. And uh, but after two days, I was fine. I just had a, a strong headache, and I couldn't smell nothing, couldn't taste nothing. Now I'm feeling a lot better. I got, I I got last week. I got one negative test, and today I got the results from yesterday test. Negative again, but the only thing that is not back, I cannot smell nothing still. Well, it looks like you've been tasting a lot based on your belly right now. Uh, yeah, no, I'm so right now. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know how you used to make fucking 55, bro. I have no idea. No, how you that, was, that, was, that was hard. That was crazy. Horrible. Uh, no, but, but I got to say, though, like, if he, if he brings that up. You know, a lot of times people go up a weight class and they, 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 they don't have the same power they had when they go up. You've been knocking people out at 70. Uh, do you think how how did we able to maintain your power at seventy versus fifty five? That was easy. I keep my speed. I think from the lightweight, I still have my my quick hands, and I bring a lot more power now to one seven. And um, I felt better. I think for sure uh, that weight cut to one fifty five was hurting a lot of my performance. And uh, as soon as I stopped doing that, I just felt a lot better, you know. And and my performance speak to itself. Even the training, everything. Going through a camp, I, before I used to run every other day a month away for the fight. And when I was four weeks to the fight, I got to run or do a cardio every single day. Like, 
no days off. Now having days off, you know, training, I, my performance, it, it's way better now. Well, yeah, did no, you have like great. A, did you have like a nutritionist and stuff too for your diet and, and whatnot to help you make the weight? Or was it just like you were working yourself to the bone to get 55? No, I do, I do, I do. I have a good one that was doing 55 and he was the one that said, hey, uh, we done doing 55 no more. That's right, 170. I'm gonna make you very strong. You're gonna feel good at, one, at 170. And he was the guy, Marcelo Ferro, he's a Brazilian guy, he lives in, in Florida. And he was the one that, like, hey, we're not doing 55. Not with me. If you wanna do it, you do it. I'm out. That's the last time we did 55. And after that, we started doing 170, and it felt great. Now, your last fight with Woodley was amazing. Uh, you dropped Woodley in the first. You think he wasn't expecting how hard you hit? Yeah, I don't think so. The way the way I approached the fight, I was I know how, how hard he hits, uh, you know, how powerful he is. We had a strategy to just go forward, stay on his face, you know, kind of embrace the storm a little bit, you know, put pressure, you know, and mix things up. But I saw in his eyes that he wouldn't try to bully me, you know. I, I can feel that, oh, he's going to come. Okay, and then I, I kind of... Okay, see, if he's coming, I'm coming too, you know. I'm just going to take my head away. I'm going to throw. Let's see, you know. And then I connected. He went down. And, and I think that changed a lot of ways to fight. You know? And then I shot controlling a lot more to fight. And then he was very frustrated. I could feel that. And uh, and that's how the fight started. And, and soon, since that, I, I was just controlling most of the fight. But, yeah, he he hard a couple times, you know, not, not, just, not just in the first round. But I, even to, to the last round, I think I knocked him down the fourth or the fifth round. So that's how good I felt in 170 because I can carry that power to the last round. You know, my cardio and everything, I felt great at 170. Well, I mean, I was really happy for you. You're, you're a really good guy. You're a role model. You came from, from nothing. I mean, you know, yeah. you, you were in Brazil and your dad was fixing someone's car and said, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a free, uh, I'll fix the car for free if you give jujitsu lessons to me, you and your brother. And then you yeah. become a world champion. I, I mean, that. <laughs> that's amazing. Now, Woodley did say that you have more power than Usman. Uh, he said that if it goes to the ground, you're going to win. Um, but he said you actually hit harder than Usman. Now, you called Usman out. Was, that, was it awkward in camp after that? A little bit. He, he, it was awkward because I liked the guy. We, we, we had a good relationship. And... Uh, but come on, I've just been the number one contender. What, what's next? Next for the title. And I know he's very professional. I am too. So, come on. It was a little awkward. But as soon as I beat the Wood, the way I beat, there's no other way for the title. And come on, I, I, I call him out. And then he already had a plans to go to Colorado. That was that was not in the news yet. It was not oh. in the media. But mm -hmm. we knew that he wanted to do his next camp there, even if it wasn't me, if it was... Edwards or Majidal, he wants to do his camp over there. So, okay, that was a great moment. I said, let's go, you know. Now, I heard, which I'm making this up, but I, I, heard, <laughs> uh, I heard that you got the best of him in sparring, uh, <laughs> that you beat him up in training camp a lot, which is why you called him out. Is this true? It was a lot of back and forth with that guy. He's a, he's a freaking monster in the gym, you know, and uh, I used to – I like to train with him a lot, you know. He will always give me good rounds. And uh, towards the end, we didn't spar that much towards this year because I spar him to help him to Kobe. And when we help 
like when I help each when we help each other, it's no ego, it's nothing on that. I want I I make Kobe, you know, I watch a couple of videos, okay, I'm gonna make Kobe for you and whatever, you know, I want you to do good. And then he did Danny Meyer for me. That was the last sparring. In the last, very last sparring session that we did, he did Woodley for me. So he don't really did Kamaru, yeah, yeah. you know, when we sparred. So that was the last sparring session that we had, but it was, it was always a war. I never had an easy round with Kamaru. When he, when he did sure. Woodley for you, did he start rapping and stuff or, or no? Was he rapping yeah. for you when he was doing Woodley? <laughs> On the beginning, then he stopped, I think. I heard that he wasn't he wasn't in a good place after the fight, you know. And I Tyron? have a couple of yeah. incoming friends that they say, "Bro, the guy is not in a good place. Please don't don't do any more memes or nothing." I say, "No, I'm good. You know, we already fought. I'm not doing nothing." Yeah, yeah, you're not that. Well, you're not that kind of guy. Now, Kobe calls you Dilbert. He says, <laughs> "Why? He says, why? He's your know. guy. You might know why. You never asked." <laughs> he he calls you Dilbert. He says he has no idea who you are. Uh, really? No What's going on with that? He, he he for sure he knows who I am, you know. And I know Kobe for a long time. He fought a couple of my teammates in in Florida before UFC on the Tough House Black Jillians against ATT. He knows me, and uh, and even we have a lot of common friends as well too. I know where he's training right now. I know he's doing a lot of MMA masters now. I know a lot of things from Kobe. He knows a lot of things. We, we're in the freaking Florida with a bunch of fighters, a lot of common friends. We go to a couple of jeans that those guys train everywhere. He knows the way. He knows exactly who oh, okay. I am. All right. Now, now, I mean, now, it seems like you're, you're trying to get – people are trying to, you know, uh, uh, pass you over. And uh, But why are you not automatically the next title fight? It, it makes no sense why it wouldn't be you and Usman. I mean – I no am. I am. I already am. I already. I have the text messages right here. Dana said I'm next. Kamar knows already. We're waiting for a date for November or maybe or probably December. That's what I think. And uh, I am. I just. I just like to play around with these guys. Edward is talking shit. I was just, you know, doing a little back and forth with these guys. But I'm next. Hands down, next. I'm not taking no water fight. They, they fight for the title. I was, on, I was honestly super excited for you guys to fight uh, Fight Island. I was fucking waiting for that shit, man. And then you got yeah, it. Oh, too. man. I was, I was like, I was feeling if I was feeling hurt for you, me man. Too. I was like, fuck, no. man. Over now. And I got freaking here in Vegas with all my corners and everything. And that freaking virus is just confusing. It's just freaking. Yeah. Because I was here with one of my coaches, Vagina Russia, and my brother. And I, the other coach came after, uh, uh, Greg Jones. So I was here, me and my brother, I was, I was with a lot of headache. That was the only symptoms that I have, a lot of headache. But I thought it was the hard last point session that I had. I said, fuck, that little headache is fucking annoying. And we got here, we did a little cardio, we relaxed. And then me and my brother in the room, we saw a couple of floor grappling videos, a couple of guys grappling. And I liked the technique, and I was, hey, come here, let me try that shit right here. We tried, we kind of grapple here a little bit on the carpet. And uh, when we did the test, I was freaking grappling with my brother. I test positive. He motherfucker test negative. Oh. <laughs> All my coach test positive. And, and I say, man, how the fuck that guy is negative? He was rolling with me here on the carpet. And when we got back home, I was start feeling very sick when I came back. I, like I said, two days I had very strong fever. I had so many chills that I put the temperature. Temperature normal at home is like, 
it's freaking Florida, so 69, 70. Florida is freaking hot. So I put that temperature at 75. And it was so hot at home, and I was, I have covers, I have hoodies and everything, and I was fucking shaking for two days. And I called my brother and said, motherfucker, you have that shit too, you might do another test. And then he did another test, and it's still negative. So that wow. shit is so confusing that I, I have no idea. Like, he wasn't wearing a mask as we were rolling, so that shit is so confusing. But it was heartbreaking. I got here in Vegas, and he had test positive, but it is what it is now. I, got, I was excited for that fight, too. As, even as a fan, for sure, the hype with match that was way bigger, I fucking understand. I don't give a shit. But as a fighting style and a matchup, man, it would be a crazy fight, me and Kamara, and I, I can't wait. Now, your, your yeah, brother kind of looks like that. you. Could he have just said he was you? Uh, and went <laughs> No, he's a fucking 45er. He's so <laughs> No. Uh, uh, your brother's doing really good. Now, Nate Diaz took a shot at you for no reason. And then you said, I will beat up Nate Diaz with the coronavirus. Uh, no, right now. Yeah, I thought right. that was funny. I thought that tweet was good. I saw that. What does Nate want from you? They say they don't know me, but they calling me out. They say my name. They call me a different name. They fucking, they, everyone knows who I am. They, they know what I'm capable of, especially with no crazy weight cut. They know. They want to, if they want to smoke it, they just ask for it. They often get it. Kobe, <laughs> Nate, I, 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 bro, my grapple's a high level. I have my two toys right here. I'm a freaking, I'm a problem for a lot of guys in that division. They, they don't, they just don't realize because it, the way I beat these guys in the freaking pandemic going away, it's just, I don't think they realize, but they're going to realize it pretty soon. I can do a lot of damage on that division and that's what I'm going to do next. Were you surprised how about the Masvidal fight, how that went down? Not really. I knew Kamaru would – I even give a couple of interviews that I don't – I say, I'm not going to throw water on, on, on the fire. You know, I don't want to fuck up the show, but come, it's going to be a boring-ass fight. Kamaru is going to control Masvidal. Masvidal is dangerous. He, I know the boxing guy that he trains, the place that he goes – his hands are quick. People don't realize how quick his hands is. He hits hard. And uh, Kamaru knows that dangerous. And he's just going to freaking wrestle that guy through, you know, through 25 minutes. And yeah. wrestle the way Masvidal was not able. Even if fucking, okay, give you two months, you get full training camp. For sure, you're going to be a little different. But the results will be the same. Kamaru going to find a way to fucking wrestle this guy. And, you know in holding him for 25 minutes, I kind of knew we'll be on that way because, like I said, I turned to Kamaru so many times and know what he can do with the guy that is not a grappler, you know? Totally, totally. Now, uh, you know what I like about you, man? I watched a bunch of your fights last night. There were so many guys that you fought that you had them out, and you just, uh, like, one guy went lit. The guy Moret, you, you, you yeah. crushed him. And a couple other guys, you, you knock him out, but you, you, just, you stopped. You didn't – a lot of guys keep punching. You know, you're very respectful. I thought I, was, I give you a lot of credit for that. Oh, thank you because, fuck, the guy's out already. What should I do more, you know? Fuck, I'm a fighter too. I might be in that position one day and then, fuck it. Like, I think the, the thing that I see is we have the same dream, but we're fucking fighting for it. And uh, 
I still want to give you a chance to, to fight for that dream. You know, I respect you, your family, your fucking parents are watching your fights at home, maybe wife or girlfriends or even kids. Why am I going to do an extra damage? The guy's already out. My goal when I get on the is to freaking knock you out or submit you or dominate you. And I'm happy with that. Even if you have even some beef or something personal, I'm happy with just doing that. Make you tap, submit you, like knock you out. That's it. It's done. It's over. You know, I don't want to take more things away from your life. That sports very hard that we do. We sacrifice a lot. And I don't want to take nothing more away that I'm already taking. You know, the guy was already out. Like a couple of fights. Demo Ray, if I don't know wrong, Jason Sago, even Demi Maia. After those guys was out, man, I don't, I don't want to do no extra damage, you know. And, yeah, that was, I thought that was really, shows a lot, a lot of class on your part, man. I really respect yeah. that. Yeah. And sometimes the fighters had to do that because sometimes the, the hair free, they not in the right time, in the right position, you know. I I think I could go even maybe two, three more punches on that guy, Morel, the other guy. And um, I think sometimes we got to be more more aware of the weapons that we have, you know, the damage that we can make. And, uh, like, have like thank, thankfully, nobody dies yet in the ring. But if guys keep doing like that and the heifers doing sometimes a horrible job that they're doing, like I, I watched the, the fight last time, Her being, uh, last yeah. Saturday, and I saw Dean Hart going crazy on Herb Dean. And I kind of like Herb Dean, but, man, sometimes they got to do a better job, you know. They're playing with, with fighters and, with, you know, like it's not an easy job that we have. And we have the half-free The half is there for a couple of little things, to stop the fight, to start the fight, and to save the guys, you know. And sometimes they don't do it. It's just, you know, it's hard on us, you know. Yeah. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Who do you like? I like Tyson, bro. It's fucking yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's You're go. gonna fucking lose money if you bet against Tyson. You know, I don't want to lose money for sure. Even though he hasn't Tyson, fought in 25 years, it still doesn't matter. Yeah, you saw those clips the way he was hitting pads with, with yeah. Rafael Cordero. Yeah, if he hits, sure if he hits Roy Tyson. Jones, he's gonna break his fucking neck, dude. If he lands a shot on Roy Jones, he's probably gonna break his neck. He's right. a fucking. It's Mike Tyson and fucking Francis Ngannou. You cannot bet against these guys. The one shot is over. Uh, Stipe versus DC. Who wins this one? Oh, that one stuff. I I like. I want DC to win. This is my guy, but uh, fucking Stipe is a monster. So I go more towards DC, but it will be a tough one. Um. Okay. All right. I like that one. Uh, that's another good pick. Uh, this week, do we like yeah. uh, Edmund? Or uh, Derek Bronson? Derek Bronson, he's training with us. The guy's been looking good, and he's training with me. The guy's training with me. I said, no, I got the other guy. Hell no, I got my guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that makes total sense. Uh, uh, we, what's his name? Uh, Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson. Who the fuck is this guy? Say it again? <laughs> Nate Robinson, <laughs> the three-time slam dunk winner. Uh, all right, forget that. Uh, Phil Baroni versus Tiago Alves, bare knuckle boxing. Fuck, for sure, Tiago Alves. Phil Baroni is what forty-six, yeah. maybe forty-eight. Yeah, I don't know. No, for sure, Tiago Alves on this one. And I, I'm pretty sure they don't test on that shit. They do. Yeah, no, they don't test. They, Nah, fucking Tiago is gonna be that freaking Tiago, you know. I think so too. Gonna, I think so too. He's gonna fucking kill this guy. Uh, Hector Lombard versus Kendall Grove, bare knuckle boxing. 
That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. Kendall Grove, very good. But freaking Hector, if they don't test, that motherfucker. <laughs> that's, 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 because people people used to say v, TRT Vitor, but it's a fucking TRT Lombard. He's yeah. scary too, bro. Yeah. Lombard scary by himself. Imagine on TRT. Yeah, he's already scared on the freaking TRT. Fuck, man, no, for sure. Now, by the way, I know uh, Vitor Belfort's a training partner, yeah. but he's back on TRT, right? I mean, he looks... He's fucking... I don't know what he's taking, but he's looking a fucking animal right now, bro. <laughs> he's, he's back, yeah. Now, are you guys he's, training together? Are you guys sparring? Yeah, together? we're training together, yeah. We spar... I'm, I'm being honest with you. I spar with... We, we're still friends. He's like one of my mentors. He brought me to MMA. I was cornering him in the beginning when he fought Rockhold, when he fought Bisping, when he fought Weidman. I was on his corner, helping him on his jiu-jitsu. That's how I get to MMA. So he's still one of my mentors. We talk, when I have a fight, I call him, hey, what do you think about this fight? What should I do? We talk, we talk a lot. Maybe yesterday, I think we got 30 minutes on the phone. But I, I really spoiled him the first day that he was a back of the gym. That I think he was back on the stuff, you know, he yeah. was getting back. <laughs> I I sparred good with him, like hey, I got I got I got the better of Vito that day, and then the stuff started working more, and then the fucking guy was <laughs> getting big, and he was looking good, and then I like you know what, and then he started calling me out because I get a better with him, and then he say, hey, let's sport today. I said no, I'm fighting fucking Damian Meyer. Why am I gonna sport you? No, <laughs> no I'm gonna sport this guy, this guy. Oh, hey, next fight. And then he started calling me out every sporting session. And, <laughs> and then they know. And they said, hey, I'm fighting Tyron Woodley. You you fucking southpaw. Tyron Woodley Orthodox. No, I'm not in the sport. Oh, that's and I'm and I'm fucking running away from him because he wanted to get he wanted to get that one better. <laughs> <laughs> not you right now. Not you right now. He's fucking looking. Uh, hey, he's looking good, bro. Like fucking 44, if I'm not wrong. He turned 44 yeah. in April. Yeah, he's I mean, fucking Jack Lorraine. I know. I mean, it's just I'm like, fuck. So he's fighting in a in a Ryzen. Is that what he's doing? He's fighting on the one championship. He's fighting a game that how how you call that guy? That black dude that you you know who he's fighting. You know this guy. Oh, he's looking. Uh, yeah, he's looking like a freaking uh, a gymnastic with a freaking. Uh, you don't know who I'm talking about. The black black dude is freaking shred. Yeah, the world champion kickboxer. Um, yeah, I know you're talking about uh, uh, Manhoof. Is yeah. it Manhoof? No, 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 not Raymond. Ten times shredding this guy. Fuck. Talk he, to me. He's a weird name. I don't know where the fuck his name, but oh, Alan, Alan, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, this guy. Alan, the guy that's super guy. flexible and he does fucking backbends in the in the cage. Yeah, when he goes to the cage, you do a fucking Alan Galani, Galani or something. Galani, Galani. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Can I share my screen and show you a picture of him? Uh, hold yeah, on. This, this dude, Alan, is a this dude, Alan's a specimen. Straight, I'm, I'm like, I'd test that motherfucker every day too. Hold on, yeah, right. let's see it. So this is him right here. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> That's the guy? Yes, but he this guy is a fucking guy. This guy's a fucking acrobat too. He gets in the cage, he does like backbends and his, and he doesn't jump. He just bends over no. his 
came over like with the, with the stupidest of ease, man. But he, but he does kind of fucking bridge. He does a backflip, but very slow. He kind of bridge and bring oh, the fucking legs. Yeah, like yeah. He's, his, so, his agility is fucking nuts. And, and he's a 48, maybe 47, too. He's an older guy, too. Like, how did I, man, that's crazy. So we need a TAT visa to fight these guys. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> So for sure, one FC is not testing these guys, huh? No, I, I, they're, probably, they're probably they're probably giving them stuff, you know. How the fuck that guy pass on a test? Yeah, right. Uh, all right, so Marlon Vera oh, yeah. versus Sean O'Malley. Who who wins that one? Ooh, that one's good. I like both guys. I'm not gonna pick on that one. I like both guys a lot. I hope they, I hope a fight of the night on these guys. I hope they go crazy. Who you got yeah. on this one? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely O'Malley hasn't been tested. Like he's been tested, but not like this. This kid's in his prime, you know. Chito can take. I remember. I remember I was in Brazil. I don't know if I fought or if I was cornering. And I remember when Chito fought that, that small guy that goes crazy on the body. Yeah, uh, John Lineker. Remember John right, Lineker? Right. Yeah, John Lineker. John Lineker. Man, he couldn't. He couldn't take Chito away. Chito took a lot of shots from John Lineker. And he was dead. That was the that was that we went to the decision. He lost, but was for decision. So he's very durable. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to pick because I I literally like both guys a lot. I, I trained both before. I like both styles. Both crazy guys. I'm not gonna pick on that one, but I hope freaking fight of the night war. I will be. Uh, Frankie Edgar versus Pedro Munoz. Wow. I don't know how Frankie gonna look at 35. But Pedro Munoz is a big 35er. He's a freaking monster right now. And I saw he was training. He was ready. He got the COVID, too. I think I towards a little bit more for Pedro Munoz on that one. Yeah, he knocked out Cody Garber, and then he lost to Aljamain. Yeah. Um, I hope Frankie wins. Frankie needs this, me, man. Kinda, me, too. I like Pedro. I like Pedro. But, yeah, I, I got you. I'm, I'm a fan of Frank, too. Frank needs that win, so. Yeah, I, but I think Pedro's gonna win. I go a little. I want Frankie, but I got Pedro on this one. I think. Uh, and then, uh, who who do you think, Vince? I, uh, Tough one. I really, I, I really like Frankie too, but yeah, I, I I'm leaning more towards Pedro on this one. Yeah. I really, I really do like Frankie, but I think Pedro's. Yeah, I think Pedro might take that. It's gonna finally, be a fucking uh, good scrap, though. It's definitely gonna be a good scrap. Uh, finally, Ricardo Lamas versus Ryan Hall. Oh, that's an interesting one. I don't see. I know Ricardo Lamas is saying no one knows about his grappling, but I don't know about it either. Uh, so that's how I don't know how to feel. He, he, I, I grappled Ryan Hall, but that was freaking ten years ago. We grappled 2010. I think Ricardo Lamas can, you know, can push it. He can grapple enough to don't get caught on the heel hooks. And, uh, yeah, I got Ricardo Lomas on that one. He's a vet, you know. He, he has good jiu-jitsu guys at his gene. I, I got Lomas on this one. Were you surprised that Gaston got caught in the hook? Man, not really. After I got – I saw Jack Hammerson, the way he beat Jacare. Yeah, no, he took Jacare down. Jacare couldn't take him down. He was handled Jacare very good on jiu-jitsu. No, Jack Hammerson is, is – Man, the guy's dangerous. He's been hungry. He's been doing good. And when he and he tried that a couple of times before, and then eventually he got, 
in a freaking heel hook, if you got a good, you know, if you can get on that position very good, it's very hard for the guy escape and all you tap or that fucking position, you can you can pop your knee very bad. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah I think Jack Hammerson is. He, I think, I, I, think Kelvin, you know, I think Kelvin's go to one seventy. I'm sorry, I like Kelvin, but look at yeah, I, I'm I'm just not saying that much because I'm. I'm a one seventy. I don't want those freaking guys coming back. <laughs> yeah. I, I I have a lot of problems here already, but yeah, I agree. You know, I think I think, and it, the other thing too, I I think is the motivation that he he has right now is not as as the best. If you think about it, he's supposed to fight Robert Whitaker in Australia, if I'm not wrong. So he went all the way there, and the freaking fight got canceled. And then other sand beats Ernest Silva got the shot, and then I think he went to a vacation. And if yeah. I'm not wrong, he, he was in the vacation. They call him, "Yeah, you fight the sand now." At this day, and then fuck, you gotta get out of the vacation. I don't know. It's a couple of things that happen in the moment that is just hard. That the guy was getting ready to fight Robert with for a couple months. Go out there, make the weight, ready to fight. Day of the fight, the guy pulled out. So you need a rest. You just did a freaking training camp for five, five minute rounds. So you go to your vacation, you know, that you deserve. And then they call you, you're fighting that motherfucker now that's even harder than the one that you were fighting. And you have no vacation, you got back, back from training camp without resting. And then he go to a war the other side that he lost. Yeah. And then after that, oh, okay. After that, no, we'll give you guarantee you that's, that's a guy that's just like you. He couldn't make 170. He's a big – I don't think he performed well in that fight. And then another loss to Jack Hammerson. He's just – I think he's just in a tough spot right now that he needs, you know, get that motivation back. I, I kind of understand. There's a lot of frustration to don't fight for the title. Then when you have the opportunity that you fight, then you're lost. And then get try to get back to your loss again. Then you try to get back to your loss again. It's just – it's just hard, you know. And then I kind of like Calvin Gaston a lot, but he's just in a tough spot right now. And then last one, Israel Adesanya versus Paulo Costa. Man, fuck. That one, that one's going to – I hope that one goes to a freaking decision or at least lead, goes to a three, four rounds. But I got to go with my guy Costa, you know. I got to go with Brazil and this one, but – I'm not gonna put money on that. So I don't. I don't. I don't put money against Tyson. I don't put money against Francis Ngano. I don't put money against Adesanya. You know, those guys are just different. You know. Have, have you Have you trained with Costa? Back in the days when I was coaching Vitor, when Ryan they stopped the TRT, Vitor supposed to fight with Weidman, and he bring Costa to help him sparring, and but then the fight got cancel because he, he stopped the treatment and then he got to go out of the treatment. He couldn't, you know, fucking, he had no energy back then. Uh, but I remember Costa was there for a month or so. We were training a little bit. The guy was a beast back then. He was already like, <laughs> I remember that he fell in love with boxing back there and every day he was freaking shadow boxing to weights and yeah. he sparred Rumble. He sparred Rumble back then. Good sparring session with, with Anthony Johnson. He sparred everybody. I remember. I remember he was he was going hard now, back now, then. He is wasn't. Rumble, is Rumble coming back? Yeah, he, he's coming back for sure. He was freaking that Tuesday when I sparred. I, Tuesday was my first day back of sparring. I'm freaking out of shape. And uh, I just sparred two guys, two guys that were okay. And last round was uh, 
Michael Chandler that he's fighting next week, Ben Henderson. And that's it. I was done. No cardio. That she plays hard with my cardio. I have no cardio right now. It doesn't matter how heavy I used to get. Yeah. I always have a good cardio. Right now, I have no cardio. The freaking COVID-19 killed my cardio. And after I was done, three rounds, I was out. I, I want to puke. I was like, fuck, I'm done. Anthony Johnson looked at me and said, can you give me a round? Said, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> Hell no, I'm out. I'm done. Took the gloves out. Oh. Hell no, I'm not fucking okay, Anthony Johnson. So, I mean. Yeah. That's just, is Johnson, because I remember he was at like 270. He was huge. Uh, what's he at now? No, he's, he's back. He might be 230, 220. Maybe. He's, he's shred now. He's even, to be honest, even more scary because that motherfucker now is he's back, you know. He's oh not that God. big monster that, that yeah. you know, now yeah, he's fucking pretty, juiced up. Yeah, now he's shredding like fuck i don't want to fight these guys like oh just, my god yeah I'm, i met anthony yeah. johnson one time at some fights and i was like anthony let me get a photo with you and he was like hurry up i was like yes sir yes sir <laughs> and i took the picture and just fucking ran out i was like fuck that dude he's gonna eat me now were you there when uh when johnson was there and like overeem was there and rashad yeah and they all yeah. hated and they, they didn't like overeem i was there though hey that was the first day when i got on the black genius first day that was I think I don't know the the day, but Usman was there when he had no fights, and Rashad. That was the heavyweights were scary. For remember Guru Inocente, that guy that that fights on Glory, he fought for the title on Glory. Yeah, yeah. So Guru Inocente, Tyron Spong, Rashad Evans, Alistair Overeem, TRT Vitor, freaking. Uh, Man, we had more guys. Freaking Matt Mitrione. Man, that was that was nasty. Those guys. Stefan Struve, right? Stefan Struve. A lot of man, a lot of guys uh, that sometimes they spar with small gloves. And, and you had to go in there with You had to spar with those guys? No, no, no. They yes. have the 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 heavyweight sparring. They after that was our sparring, but wow! And that was how I I became a fan of coaching Henry Hoof. That was when I became a fan, like, and like, because as soon as I got there, Henry was traveling with some fighters. So he fought, he traveled when I got there, Wednesday, uh, Monday, he wasn't there, he wasn't there for the week. And then I was training with another striking coach that was there. So the, on the next week, Henry came back. He was the head coach, but he wasn't there the week that I got there. So it's kind of different. And the week that he came back, freaking Monday was the sparring. Oh. And I was there. And I saw those heavyweights pouring big gloves on these days, only kickboxing. On the end, it was a lot of more MMA and grappling. And I saw him responding with freaking TRT over ring, like that, that big one. <laughs> and I was like, who's that guy? And the guy, oh, that's the coach. That's Henry. And I was watching Henry just fucking bang with the guy and throws me. And over ring, I think they have a little beef because yeah. – Tyron, he was in the corner of Tyron Spong like a year ago when they fought for the the K1 finals. And Overeem was trying to knock him out. And then he was fucking knee overing. And he was fucking 40-something. He was getting tired. And after the, when the round was off, he was doing good. For sure, he got tired. But he was doing very technical, very good. And I was like, man, that fucking coach is a freaking different level. And boom, round was over and Overeem. Harry, let's go one more. And Harry was fucking tired. And then he just turned off. 
yeah, let's go. And you see, he was fucking tired. Just let, just give me water. He got water. He tried to rest up a little bit and was going like very slow to put the timer back again. Taking his time and then he boom, he went back. He spoke over in another round and then he spoke good. Even he was tired, throwing knees and beat the shit of of Overeem. Towards <laughs> the end, Overeem, towards the end, Overeem was getting the the round back, you know, because him was fucking getting tired. And then I was like, man, fuck that. That's guy gonna be my coach. I don't, I don't oh, give a fuck. And then, and then I started talking with him. He don't even know me. I don't. My English was very bad back then. And they say, I like you. I like your training. They say, yeah, who the fuck are you? I say, no, I'm, I'm a jiu-jitsu guy. I came with Vitor. You know, I'm gonna stay here. How many fights you have? And then I think I have three or four fights. Oh, I'm three. No, but I'm jiu-jitsu world champion. Ah, you do those shit that you hugging the other guy. I say, yeah, yeah, I'm world champion. <laughs> and then. I just wanted, I just saw the guy freaking say, yeah, I, I want to train with you. And then I'm like, who the fuck's this guy, you know? And then after he saw me training, then I was cornering Vito. He was in the corner. And then that's how I started the relationship. And then I started training with Harry. And that, that was it. You know? I but that. I like, awesome. I, that, was, that was the way I saw, like, man, that's the coach. And he fucking beat over me and beating these guys. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I want to learn from these guys. I was just like, man, that guy's a different level, you know? Fuck yeah. Well, listen, Gilbert, man, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm a fan for life. I uh, can't wait for your next fight. Get that title, man. I will, brother. Uh, I will. I'm going to be in your corner. Anything you want to say, Vince or Ween? No, I'll say something. I'll say something. I'll, I'll... Yeah, I say something. <laughs> uh, so, Kamaru oh, Usman is known to be a very unentertaining fighter he's very very boring a lot of the fans don't like his fight style what are you going to do to make this an exciting fight i'm just going to do a lot of things that we should do in the training and uh my game complements a lot of wrestling guys like i can submit a lot of wrestling guys i can wrestle my way up and i can strike and choose so man i can't wait it's going to be a freaking exciting fight you know like i'm excited it, yeah we're gonna work and I I'm, I'm fucking excited for this fight because I'm just gonna say that I'm not it's not gonna be nice for me to say a lot of things from training even that the training was a lot of back and forth can't say oh I beat him up no we beat each other up and we make each other better on the train that was even our philosophy we're gonna beat each other up and we're gonna make each other better that was that was our thing but if we do half that we did on the training is going to be a freaking fight of the night for sure. You know, half that we did because we used to have an insane training sessions. We have a couple of clips that on Instagram, if you go on an old Black Zealand's IG and take a look, we're going to see we sparring. And that shit was fun. Like 30 seconds sparring, then we fucking going, throwing harms, big gloves, trying to knock each other hard. And then we, we started grappling, wrestle. So if it goes half of that, people are going to have fucking so much fun. And I can't wait for this fight. I, I believe it's going to be a crazy fight. I'm excited, bro. Yeah, I'm excited for that fight. Yeah, I think that's going to be a good fight. I'm happy for you, brother. Well, thank, thank you, guys. That's our podcast. This was awesome. Uh, God bless. Uh, thanks, Gilbert. Thank you, Vince. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Reen Dog. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Oh, Reen Dog, uh, before we leave, uh, uh, take care, Gilbert. Also, wait, before we leave, I also have to say something. Uh, no, uh, Gilbert, you're good. He's you're good. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Thank you. Uh, later, Gilbert. Have a good one, brother. I do have to say something and address uh, to Vince and the fans of MMA Roasted and everybody watching this live on Vince's uh, Twitch stream. 
I do have to say something, you know, at the beginning of this podcast, it got a little heated. You know, there's a little bit of an argument going on between me and Vince. I got to, I got to do what's right with, uh, deep down in me. I got to become a man someday. So I think this is a good step in doing this. And I have to confess that I did, I did go in Vince's chat and try to steal his viewers. <laughs> I have to, I, I can't live with this. I can't just end the podcast and then live with this on my conscience for the rest of my life. And I do apologize sincerely. Listen, man, it's, it, it wasn't that big of a deal. That's why, like, I don't want to make it a bigger deal than it was, but you honestly made me mad when you're trying to fucking deny and, and make me... I know, I know. I, I apologize, lie. and I did not really mean to... I didn't intend to actually steal your viewers. I just, you know, it was very sarcastic, a sarcastic gesture that I did, and I know it was very dickish, and I know you probably shouldn't do that in the Twitch community, so I apologize sincerely from the bottom of my heart. Please don't beat the shit out of me. <laughs> Honestly, just thank you for admitting it, okay? Because I was, I did. It made me really mad that you're, the way you're fucking playing this out, bro. Maybe so. so, so if anybody else wants to steal your viewers, where do they go, Vince? It's not about, and it's not about stealing viewers either, right? I'm more than happy to tell people like to follow this man. Like I was doing that when you're in my in my in my stream before, right? I'm like, that's Wayne Dog. He's the guy on the podcast. Make sure you guys fucking follow this guy. And I'm sure, you, I'm sure some of them followed you, right? Like, yeah. That's that's how my people are. My 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 crowd is is a small loyal crowd, and that's the kind of crowds that I like. So I wasn't like super upset. That's why I was like, motherfucker, right? Like, don't fucking do that shit. Like, that's what, that's the kind of shit that fake friends do, right, on Twitch. So just, it's all yeah. good, man. I, I got a lot of heart for you. Thank you for fucking apologizing and meeting it. Like, more, much more respect to you now for that, right? Thank like, you very much. It. It. I'm sorry. Again. Right. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>